Hello, everybody. It is January 11th, 2018, and you are listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I am Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Sam Suvak. Hello. And Mr. Hugh Perry. Hello. We are, we are here to do some talking about video games. Um, this is the first time I've been on since the new year started. I was about as sick as could be last <laughs> week, where it was all coming out of my body. Um, it was very bad. Thanks for the mental very, very image bad. there. Yeah, it was very bad. Um, it was funny because sounds the, like it, yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, Tuesday night um, is when I when I, late Tuesday night, like one a.m. or something, is when I actually got sick. Um, and I had been feeling a little bit weird, but I have like um, uh, like a, like indigestion problems in general. Like I have like a gastrointestinal thing. So um, I often will feel out of balance <laughs> when I eat anyway. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, I'm just having like a bad like indigestion attack um, right now. So, but, but I like went downstairs because um, I didn't want to like be tossing and turning with the baby and, and Karen in the room. And I was just kind of laying down on the couch and I would get like these waves of, of feeling really bad. Um, but then they would go away. So I'm like, okay, you're just like psyching yourself up. Like it's just, just relax. And then like, I would feel better. So I was like, okay, I'm fine. Um, and, and then I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to get up and get a drink of water. And I stood up and then I just vomited everywhere. Oh, nice. <laughs> like I didn't even know it was going to oh, happen. Oh no. I just, and I was like, Whoa! and it was just gone. And then I was like, oh my God. And I ran like to the bathroom and like, <laughs> before I got, to the the toilet I threw up a second time and this I'm like while running into the bathroom and so like I threw up literally all inside of my baby's like tub that we have for him like his little mini child tub which is filled with 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 vomit Um, oh my god I had to get him a new tub so that's that's something um yeah and then it was like six hours of hell um but then uh then it was then it was just you know 24 hours of feeling like I got hit by a truck so that was, that was my Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, so it was. Uh, it's been a. It's been a banner start to 2018 <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been going around. It's been uh, the sickness has been going around to just about everybody. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, Justin hasn't been sick, and Justin gets sick like more than a toddler does. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know why it hasn't happened yeah. yet. It's because he's basically um, got two gym factories living in his house. It's true. Plus his wife's yeah. a nurse, so it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he's like a, he's like some sort of under some sort of experiment always um, for, for germs. Um, but uh, yeah, it was so bad. You know, after like the, the 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 six hours of hell, I was like, you know what? At least tomorrow, I'm just going to be able to lay around and not do anything, and maybe I'll I'll play some games or whatever. But I just I couldn't even like have enough energy to pick up a controller the next day. Mm-hmm. Sleeping for maybe 20 minutes that the night (laughs) that everything happened was probably part of it. But I was just like kind of laying on the couch, like taking in repeats of of Parks and Rec, but like not (laughs) really like even really watching it, you know, just like like trying to let the Ron Swanson of it all get me through my (laughs) my my bad day. Um the worst part, I think, is always that is like I'm just scared to eat because I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen, and like yeah. that's it's such a weird feeling. I know that feeling. You're there with some toast, and you just like take a mouthful, and you're like, uh, uh, and then you swallow it, and you're like, 
Okay. I'll try yeah. another Now let one. me wait 45 minutes to see if, if anything goes wrong. Yeah. That's kind of how I was. <laughs> and the um, worst feeling is when you're just, you're so hungry because you haven't eaten in so long, but you're just like, I don't know if it's worth it. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was not great. And also my, I like my ribs really hurt from oh. it, you know? Oh yeah. So it was just, it was just bad all around. But I learned about the, I guess it's, it's called the brat diet, which is like when you, when you're getting, just getting better from being sick. It's it's like it stands for um, uh, bananas, uh, what is it? Bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast mm-hmm. are like the f- are like the four things that you're meant to eat like as you're kind of recovering from being sick. Um, so I ate those things and then I was okay. And then the next day I was feeling much better, which was my birthday. But then there was a fucking blizzard <laughs> the day of my birthday. <laughs> So, um, which is good and bad, but, you know, I will say that being trapped in a house for your birthday when you have a four-month-old child is very different than being trapped in your house <laughs> on your birthday when you just, you have nobody to take care of. It's a very different, <laughs> yeah. like, sort of situation. Um, but, yeah, so that's been my my new year so far. How is everybody else doing? Hugh, what's uh, going on? Um, thankfully, it's been markedly less eventful. <laughs> um, no vomiting. Um, okay, good. I no like s- it. No snow. We've had a lot of okay. rain, but statistically speaking, Cardiff is the wettest city in the UK, so that doesn't surprise me. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, just you know, work. So mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like normal services resumed. It's very, it's kind of like Christmas and New Year is kind of like. It's kind of like that, the bit in the musical where, like, Christmas and New Year is is kind of like the song. And then the week after it is, like, that little awkward moment after the song finishes where everybody's kind of like, <laughs> what the fuck do we do now? <laughs> and then everybody just sort of, like, disperses and goes about their business as if nothing really happened and everybody's a bit tired because of it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's... That's me so far. Gotcha. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've been the retail game. Mm. So You I'm, lucky son of a bitch. That's the case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Christmas shoppers are bad enough, but fucking hell, sale shoppers. What, yeah. a, what a shower of bastards. <laughs> I remember uh, the first year I worked like at Best Buy one year. I remember how old I was. I was 22, 20, something like that. And like it was the first year I'd ever really worked in like a real retail store like that. Like I'd worked at like video rental shops and stuff like that, but never at like a, a big, huge retailer like that. And I remember I, don't know, I expected to lead up to Christmas to be crazy. I was like, okay. And I was like, but in my mind, for some reason, I thought, oh, yeah, well, well once we're past Christmas, like the new week after Christmas is going to be like, it's going to be nothing. Like it's going to be whatever. And it was busier the week after Christmas than it was the week before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to spend I that hated, Christmas money. Yeah. And I hated returning things. I hated Ooh. it. I hated I hated like they they would I would I worked like in the media department so it was like you know DVDs the movies the, and the music or whatever and the video games so they, they would just come push this like j- like cart after cart of like of returns to us that we had to reorganize back into like the gen pop of the thing and I hated it Bleh. so much yeah I hated I mean, it more than dealing with anything else thankfully I don't because like I'm on the um, visual merchandising department so we basically like make the store look pretty. Mm-hmm. And most of the year, that's fine. Like we keep the store looking, 
pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> but <laughs> at this time of year, when it's just kind of like get all the shit out and just let the mindless droves spend their like money on the crap that like we've got randomly lying around. It, the place just looks like a friggin' bomb site, so it's just like, <laughs> like, all like my team's about ten people, and we all just walk around at the moment, just going, "Oh my god, the place looks like hell," because it's just <laughs> shit everywhere. So it's like, it, not only is there just swathes of people who just destroy the place, we have to look at it looking like that. But thankfully, we don't have to deal with any of the customers directly, which is a blessing. That's good. Because they're the worst. <laughs> how's your uh, How's your New Year going, Sam? It's fine. Uh, I too have been ill, but just a cold. I didn't have any of the of the vomiting. Thank goodness. Um, <clears throat> but I'm still trying to get over that too. I'm having some some voice issues here. I apologize for that. Um, but it's it's fine because I used to get a cold pretty much once a year, right around New Year's, and it's been a couple of years since I got one. So I was due for one, and it wasn't that bad. So. I can't. I can't really complain about it. So. Well, I mean, it's okay to complain about it. This, this we're all friends here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn you, cold! Yeah, That's we're all in our thirties. We've earned the right to complain. <laughs> um, Bobby, before you got on, Hugh and I were just talking about indigestion because that's we're old and that's what we do. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I've yeah. got really bad heartburn for some reason, and I don't know why. Yeah, it's terrible. It's mm. terrible. Getting um, old, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely it definitely does. Um, uh, what, what? I guess we should talk about video games, maybe. Oh, oh I was yeah. thinking here's one thing. Um, we're missing the man, the myth, the mustache, uh, Matt Wood today. Um, but I've been thinking about this, especially because we're we're gearing up for end of the year stuff, and I'm thinking about the best games of the year. And I was thinking, is it possible that Matt has in fact been captured by Mario? <laughs> <laughs> I like the theory. I think you might be onto something. That mustache is just so magnificent right you do, now. You do realize now you've said that he'll listen to this, and by next week he will somehow find a cappy somewhere, <laughs> and then next week he'll join the video call and he'll be there with his mustache wearing cappy. I agree with that entire premise, except for the part where he's going to listen to this show. (laughs) (laughs) It'll somehow get to him that we said it anyway. Yes, I believe someone will tell him that we said this, but I do not believe Matt will have listened to the show. I I think the the only test for this is, I mean, Matt's made it pretty clear uh, that he's pulling for Zelda. So if, Mm -hmm. if it gets to game a year and he starts suddenly pushing for Mario... Then I think it's definite he's been taken over. So, mm-hmm. so you think this is like a plot by Mario to get mm-hmm. the, the game of the year in for Mario mm-hmm. Odyssey from Talking Games? I mean, I it's see. a good plan. It's a good plan. It is. It is, and it would it would it would be worth all the work. <laughs> what it's <laughs> has to live Obvious. as Matt for for weeks on end. <laughs> I mean, is it better than live as just Mario? I mean, Mario has like kind of like a hell existence. All he has to he's constantly having to like be on a mission. To like, yeah, but Matt has to deal with teenagers. So it's true. It's true. He does. He does. That's absolutely right. I don't know. Judging Um, by the conversation we had him with him the other day, he was just. It sounds like he just misdirects them to ignore him for a while, 
while he just <laughs> he just texts people and, yeah, and goofs we around at the back of the class. class. And, and he's taking pictures of his students being like, look at these idiots. They think they're... They think, they think I'm. They think I'm. I'm working back here. Um, it was. It was great. Uh, all right. Let's talk about video games before we get Matt fired. Let's talk about video games. Uh, uh, Hugh, you seem to have a lot of stuff on on your list that you've been that you've been playing through. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna put uh, three minutes on this clock and go. Cool. Uh, two games. Uh, well, one is one I've picked up. F- um, after a while of being away from it, which is Mario and Rabbids. Um, I kind of fell off it, but I think it was because I got sidetracked by something which is highly likely, um, A, because my attention span's crap and there were so many games last year. Um, and I've forgotten just how much damn fun that game is. Like, it's just goofy, silly fun, tons of charm. Um... I, I'm really liking kind of like they're very simple but there's some like cool little puzzles between the sort of um, the fights you have um, and also I'm very much appreciating the fact that um, seeing as how I'm not very good <laughs> at tactical shooters and turn based stuff the fact that every time you go into a fight now you can press a button and it gives you an easy mode which adds 50% to each character's health pool and that's that fantastic. Makes, that yes. makes me happy. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm having a ball with that. Um, I'm hoping to get through the rest of it um, by the time we do Game of the Year stuff. I am pretty sure that it will be on my list, but there's a couple of games that I need to finish before I do finalize, one of which is Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, fell off that on the back of the fact that my Xbox One controller for my PC... Um, the connection where the cable goes into went funny, so I had to buy the um, wireless dongle for my PC. Um, but yeah, I'm having a ton of fun with that so far. I'm about, judging from what Justin tells me, I'm about two-thirds of the way through. Um, and it's a ton of fun. Really good story. Tons of life to the world. It looks absolutely stunning. Um, I love like seeing some of the screenshots of like the goofy additional stuff that they've put in it not that i'm gonna get any of that (laughs) stuff but i love the fact that it's just you can like there's like a flaming horse in it and stuff and and a rainbow camel like i think that's hilarious that they they you know i'll add a a little bit of fun with that i have Um, the camel fyi i know i heard um (laughs) But yeah, it's a great game. Like the story, um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Like Bayek and his wife are like a, a really great pairing as far as um, main characters go. I'm kind of like a bit meh when it gets to sort of like the jumping forward with the woman who's sort of jacking into the past, so to speak. Because I just kind of like, I don't really need this. Let me jump around ancient Egypt. But yeah, um, hopefully I'll finish that in the next week or two. Um I've started playing a roguelike um, called... You have in- 10 seconds, you. So. <laughs> oh, uh, this, <laughs> this ain't going to be a short lightning round then. Um, I started playing a roguelike called um, Enlightenment, um, and it's in early access at the moment on Steam. Um, and I bought it on the back of the fact that like, I'd sold a few more things on the Steam marketplace, um, R.I.P. Balaclava, um sorry bobby and um 
the reviews of it were good, so I was kind of like, okay, I'll check this out. And it's chunky. It's got it needs work, but it is a make the makings of a really good rogue like there. Um, I'll talk about it a bit more um, in depth once I've played it some more. Um, but if you're looking for a rogue like and also sort of wanting to see how a game develops through early access to full release, then I recommend it. And lastly, um, I played about half an hour earlier this evening of Bridge Constructor, Bridge Constructor Portal, um, and it's basically what it sounds like. It's a game where you construct bridges in the universe of Portal, um, and the aim is to get this dude on a little like golf cart type thing from sort of you know hit a little shoot that he comes out of to the end goal. And you have to build bridges for him to achieve that. Um, and it's a ton of fun. Like, I really like it. It's kind of like... Um, I said Sam. It's kind of like, if you imagine Lemmings, but with good physics. And um, a crazy robot. And um, the promise of cake. So, yeah. I will speak about that more once I've played more of it. I'm thinking I maybe make make um, a series of videos of me playing through that because I think it'll be quite a fun one to do, sort of like some YouTube, short YouTube videos for. So, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. In short. Very cool. Nice. Yes, in, in, in short, in quotes. <laughs> um, that's what you've been playing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I haven't, haven't played the Portal Bridge Constructor yet, uh, but I, I played previous Bridge Constructor games, and they are a lot of fun. Uh, just for stupid, what you mo- monstrous creations you can make out of out of bridges uh, without <laughs> having an engineering degree is 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 quite a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, the best thing is you can you can click to um, test your bridges in terms of like it'll um, gravity will come into effect. Like it won't sh- like send a driver out to go across the bridges. Um, so a few times I was like, click test, and then one of my bridges would just go, because eh, <laughs> I just hadn't yeah. anchored it to anything. And I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> so that is actually quite helpful because you don't ruin anything before you go. But yeah, it's fun. <laughs> and it's quite cheap. I think it was £7. Yeah, I think it's 10 bucks. Wow, that's yeah, I think nice. it's 10 bucks. And I think yeah. you get the original... Um, it's weird. I'm not sh- I had two icons when I downloaded it. So I think you get Bridge Constructor as well as hmm. uh, okay. Bridge Constructor Portal as well. So it's kind of like a two-game thing. Cool. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, I was talking about this with a friend of mine. You mentioned getting back into Mario and Rabbids um, and being happy there's like the, fif- the add 50% health to what's going on. And um, I've been getting back into playing Horizon uh, to try to get through it before game of the year. And... It made has made me wish so much that like every game, w- w- if you if you start it and then go back to it a long time later, would be like, hey, we're noticing you have you've been away from this game for a long time. Do you want us to like give you tool tips about how to do <laughs> things again? Because yeah. there are so many systems in Horizon, and like yeah. I, I I've I played probably two or maybe three or four hours more of more of it. And I'm still being like, oh, right. Like, that's what I have to do to do this thing. Um, and it, it's not a 
a problem specific to Horizon. It's a problem specific to all games that have, Mm -hmm. like, especially open world games that have, like, lots of systems that interplay with each other. Um, I just wish that I could, like, have some sort of um, reprimer into how to play the game again. Um, I had the same thing when I played Nier. Uh, When I went back to Nier, it had been almost as many months since uh, since I played Horizon, and it was just... It took me an hour to even remember how to do everything. Um, And I still... There's a thing in Horizon where, you know, you, you have to... You have to, like, learn skills to take over the different machines, like, Mm -hmm. as they get more complicated or whatever. But, like, I didn't remember, like, I I just, she goes, she's hiding in, like, the bushes, right? And, like, the the one thing walks up and she goes, oh, if I learn more about where this thing came from, I could take it over. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck does that even mean? (laughs) Like, I don't even, it's been... It's been nine months since I've started playing this game. I have no clue. I know that I have, I can do two machines or three, two or three machines. I can take them over, but I do not remember how that happened. If you only had access to a load of people who had played the game that you could ask. Yes, but I don't want to just text people and go, what does this mean? Because I don't want, like, I'm just, I'm trying to refigure it out myself you, <laughs> so that I can, that's how you learn to do things you, is you, you do them on your own. But I was like, I was like, this isn't, this isn't, there's, there's no upgrade tree for this. There's no many, it must be like a, a, a mission I have to do. And then I was like, oh, okay. So that's, but it was just one of those things that was in the moment. I was like, I don't. I'm, I'm never going to learn how to do this because I do have no memory. I felt like Gandalf when he gets the set of stairs in Moria. He's like, <laughs> I have no memory of this place. <laughs> and then they just sit there for like for like 12 hours trying to figure out if they should go up or down or whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's my little anecdote about Horizon. I have no, I have nothing really to say about it as far as how I'm enjoying it yet because it's just it's too early in my re my restarting of it to really chime in too heavily on it um and plus i want to save some of those jabs for game of the year so we'll wait on that uh, <laughs> uh sam i'm gonna put three minutes on the clock uh and go okay um i played tacoma which it's by the fulbright company who is the company that did gone home and so i kind of feel like anything they do now after gone home they kind of have their work cut out for them because that was such a good game so they really have to do something extraordinary to make something better than that um and i don't feel like tacoma was better than that but it was very good and like if it didn't have gone home to compare it to you'd be like man that's they did a really neat thing there um basically Bobby, you've talked about this before. You're going to a, uh, like a space station. Something bad has happened. Everyone's gone, but there are holographic um, recordings of stuff that happened. And so you're going and recovering those, and you're getting pieces of the story as you go. Um, and so it's it's really just you know you're finding out about these people. You get little snippets of it, but the I mean they are such good writers that you just little bits of them you get invested in these characters pretty quickly. Um, they're all very developed individually um they stand out but you don't see like who they actually are each person has kind of like a body shape and a color but like you don't actually see their faces when they're in these recordings um and it's amazing like how much they can convey just by listening to these people talk and just like seeing the gestures that these shapes of bodies do um to see their relationships between them and it is it's great i i really loved it um 
it you know it, it does surprising things like like they're they're used to doing for you it takes you in places that you might not fully expect to be going um and it was great i loved it so i i highly recommend it <clears throat> excuse me um and then i also played thimbleweed park which i got that on the switch and let me tell you guys, it is it is like the perfect game for the Switch because you can use just touch the screen to do things. It's a little point and click adventure. Um, so it's like the perfect format for it. It is quirky and fun. You are have these two agents that are coming to investigate a dead body in this Thimbleweed Park town. Um, and it's it's. Oh, it's got all kinds of humor, um, but like they're like, we can tell how long this body's been dead because it's starting to pixelate and just weird things like that. <laughs> One of your conversation prompts with someone is, hey, things are getting weird. Should I save the game? Um, so it, it's it's aware of itself and, and having fun. Um, it's it's hilarious. There's this clown. You go back and you play as vignettes as different people to learn parts of the story. And there's this clown called Ransom, the asswipe clown. And he is an asswipe. And he is just the whole series with him is just constantly getting bleeped out because he's just cussing at things. Um, and it's it's fun. I recommend it. Um, there. <laughs> The, okay, so it's got an easy mode, and I like easy modes, obviously. Um, and it, I guess, has fewer puzzles, or the puzzles are not as involved. But then also, you're walking around town investigating stuff, and you keep seeing flyers for Dial-A-Hint, and it's got this phone number. And I finally realized one of my agents has a phone, so I could dial this number on her phone and start getting some hints. So uh, you call it, and based on where you are, it'll say, "Is this here's some things that you might want hints with. And I'm like, yeah, this is what I need to hint with. I want to know where, where to find a map. And so it'll give you like a vague little hint and be like, it'll be in a place that's kind of like this. And you can be like, okay, I'm going to go do that. Or you can be like, nope, I still don't understand. Tell me more. And so it'll be like, okay, the map is here. And then you go there and you're like, well, I can't get this map. How do I do it? And so it'll give you a suggestion and then it just keeps going. So if you, if you really can't figure it out and you're stumped, it'll, it'll walk you through it, which I think is really cool. Um, I had just a little bit of a problem when I docked it, uh, and I was trying to use it with the controller and I just, oh, it was rough. I was like, what's, what's wrong with this game? It's, it's built a lot better for using just like the point and click on the screen. Um, but then the other day my switch home screen had like the little news thing blinking and I'd never seen it before so I clicked on it and it had all these little hints about Thimbleweed Park and it's like hey here's some things you might want to know if you're playing with a controller and it gave you little hints on how to play it better and I was like that's fantastic that it that it sent me that so I mean overall I've had a fantastic experience with it and I highly recommend it yeah I've heard good things about that game I always I always forget that the screen on the switch is like touch capable as well yes yeah well very few games use it that's yeah, why I'm, that's why exactly. I, was, I was actually surprised i just bought Thimbleweed park on the switch last night actually oh, yeah. it's on sale um and I'm, I'm, i've been waiting to play it and i think like the switch is like a, a really perfect place to play it i didn't realize that it had touchscreen functionality so oh, that's yeah this is very very cool but I'm, so the hint great. system is good because the, those point and click adventures games can get maddening sometimes with mm -hmm. like what they're expecting you yeah. to do um and this one especially is meant to be very much like an old school 
one of those games. Mm -hmm. So they intentionally leave out a lot of the more modern things that would be in new ones, so that that make them less obtuse. Like I like last year. I, think, I don't know if it was last year, or the year before. It might have been the year before. I played through. Um, Day of the Tentacle for the first time ever on the remaster on PS4, uh, which uh, Ron Gilbert, who made the Bleep Park, uh, he worked on with Tim Schafer, who is the guy who started Double Fine. And this is back in like the 90s. Like he did that one, and um, they they did uh, 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 full full throttle. And what is the one with the where you play as Death? I can't remember. The, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, Grim Fandango. Grim Fandango. That's what it's called. Um, so, uh, and I played that, and I played Broken Age, which is a newer one. And like the the differences in in the quality of life of it is is, is very striking. Uh, Tacoma. Um, I'm very I'm happy that you played it. I I mean I totally agree with what what you're saying. I, I think mm-hmm. Gone Home is especially difficult to top because it was such a surprise yes. when, when it came out, mm-hmm. and Fulbright is not going to surprise you anymore with with what what they're doing i mean they could surprise you like plot wise obviously mm-hmm. but you're expecting something great from yeah. them when it when it happens so uh, and i think it does a lot of it does it manages to make you care about characters who are just colored like outlines of people which i mm-hmm. think is very impressive yeah um the writing is really good and the world is built really well um and i i really like the twist at the end of the game but i feel a little bit like not that it comes out of nowhere, because I think the clues are sort of there mm-hmm. as, as you're working through, but it the whole game felt very short to me, and it is a short mm-hmm. game. It's and it, it's no shorter than Gone Home is, mm-hmm. but Gone Home felt to me like I had gone through the amount of the journey that I was meant to go through, and when I got to the end, I was like, okay, this is, feels like the natural end. Where with Tacoma, I felt a little bit like, and now it's over, and and, and there mm-hmm. was a little bit of that for me. I will say, though, that at the end of that game, I, I wished that there would be a sequel to it, because I think yeah. the world is very interesting. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll ever make a sequel to the... I don't think they're that kind of company, yeah. but um, it, it was a cool game, for, for sure. Yeah, and, and I'll say one thing about Tacoma. There's a part where... Because you're in, like, zero gravity area, and they had, like, a little basketball set up, and so you can get the, the ball and, like, shoot hoops for a little bit before you go do some of your investigating, and that was really fun. Um, and so I did that, and then later I came back, and I'm looking through that area. I couldn't find that ball anywhere. And so I was, like, freaking out. I'm like, something bad's gonna happen. Something happened to that ball. This is a hint. This is warning me. And then nothing ever <laughs> happened. I think, I don't know what happened to that ball. It just wasn't there, but I was really ready for something to happen. So. You're emotionally invested in the in the fate of that ball. I know. um but yeah no it's a cool game i mean it's it's very short and it was ten dollars for a little while on xbox and on steam so i don't know i don't know if it's back up to full price again but uh it's definitely worth your time if if, if you liked gone home i think for sure yeah and Um, and games like that are are built for a a shorter format so i i thought it was just right i wouldn't have wanted it to go any longer so I will say that me saying it felt short was not... I'm not saying that the game should have been longer, mm-hmm. but I think the way the game was paced out 
left the ending feeling abrupt to me. I guess that, that that's more what I mean. The ending mm-hmm. felt abrupt. Not that I thought the game should have been longer, because I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I like when games are that length, especially that type of game. It just There's something about the pacing that didn't totally hit for me. Um, but it's like, I, I feel like also it's like one of those things where like a movie that you're very excited for, that's from a director or somebody that you really, really love, um, sometimes you can go in with a certain amount of expectations and be disappointed the first time you see it. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you see it again, without the, with the expectations removed, you enjoy it more. So Tacoma is that kind of game where I feel like I might eventually want to play it again because I no mm-hmm. longer am like thinking like, oh, how is this going to be better than, you know, Gone Home, which is like an unreasonable expectation. Mm-hmm to have about the game um, yeah I went into yeah. it expecting that it wasn't going to be anywhere near as good as Gone Home so I think I ended up enjoying it more because I had such lowered expectations for it so right right I got lucky um, you did <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and I, other than um, mentioning the Horizon stuff I, I play a little bit of Battle Chef Brigade uh, I don't have too much to say about it I think I played about an hour of it an hour and a half of it and I'm enjoying it so far um, I like the puzzle element of it a lot, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just getting to know some of like the characters around the town and some of like the personality of it. So, uh, and I'm enjoying the too. I really like the art uh, mm-hmm. a lot in it. I'm not super crazy about the part where you kill the things so mm-hmm. much. Like I think that's like it's just fine. Like it's just like um, there isn't a ton of depth to it. Um, but uh, I like the cooking aspect of it a lot. I like the match three. Mm-hmm. aspect quite a bit um, and I like the idea of like although you can have different pots that have different mm-hmm. um, like specialties to them and stuff like that though it's like it's like a guessing game when you go into like a challenge because I'm like I don't know if this lady's going to tell me to mm-hmm. do a water thing or a fire thing what if I don't bring the so I always have to keep the regular pot with me because I'm not going to ever get shit out of luck having only <laughs> only the pots of like the different like yeah. uh, gems or whatever um, but yeah it's uh, it is it is very very good so far um, cool. I'm, that, I'm glad you're liking it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally into it. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm, I've been playing mostly the game that I'm not going to talk about anymore until we do Game of the Year because everyone is sick of hearing about it over and over and over again. I will say that since we recorded, I've won two more, three more chicken dinners because I won one with you <laughs> as well. Oh, no, you weren't there. You weren't there. <laughs> oh, sorry, Hugh. I'm sorry. I can't hear you at all, Hugh, actually. Um Sorry, I muted my it's mic. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, I forgot that it was me, Dave, and Chuck. Yeah, because I, dr- I had to drop off because it was getting late. So Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Sorry, uh, Hugh. It's I'm fine. sorry. We're, we're level on chicken dinners now. So. We are level on chicken dinners now. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe that's I've why you were sick. You've been eating too much. Even eat too much chicken. I had a little bad chicken, so you know it's. Uh, <laughs> it's that uh, undercooked Xbox chicken. That's what it is. It's true. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a little, a little salmonella in that in that in that chicken. Um, uh, we won, I won two with Justin though, Justin and Andy. Um, so that's been that's been fun. I will say too, just a little update on the Xbox version of the game. Um, it's uh, they've patched it about four or five times at this point. Um, the last patch. Uh, got rid of again it's it's very sort of anecdotal right because like I, my experience can be different than somebody else's experience when there's it's an early build of a game like this but since they patched it uh, I've played about six hours and I haven't crashed once which that's never happened uh, <laughs> since the version launched usually you crash if you play like for two or three hours in a night you're probably going to crash two or three times beforehand I haven't crashed at all uh, the frame rate is stable now it's at 30 unless you're driving very fast in a car if you're driving very fast in a car then all bets are off on what that frame rate is going to be. <laughs> um, 
but uh, yeah, it's 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 gotten much more stable and m- much better, and to the point where I can almost say like this is a fine version of the game for you to play if you don't have the ability to play it um, on the PC or you don't like playing with mouse and keyboard. It's 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 a pretty good version of the game. I've gotten fully fully used to the controller at this point. Um, it is it is very tough learning curve at the at the start, especially because there obviously there is no training in, in that game, so you're kind of just thrown in there. Um, but it, I I probably put I probably put 15 hours into the into the Xbox version at this point, I think. And um, I, I've the only thing I do sometimes I mess up where hitting the map key and hitting the inventory key because it's like start and select. And if I do that at the wrong time, that's sure death. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> um, but it's been, it's been fun. It's been fun playing with people who, who haven't really played the game that much and, and sort of um, learning that new experience and learning the new sort of meta of that version of the game, which is totally different than the PC version. It's been it's been a cool um, learning experience. They just added first person uh, servers on too, so um, changing things up a little bit there. But that's it. All I want to say about that. Um, I'm sure, we're going to talk about a lot of game of the year, but I just wanted to let people know that that the build now is pretty solid um, on Xbox. So if you if you, uh, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I said I would have said stay away from it um, unless you're desperate to play it. But now I'd say if you're interested in it, then it's it's a good purchase at this point. I can't um, even fathom playing PUBG at 30 FPS though. Okay, you little <laughs> snot man. Yeah, but it's true. Like I. If it's weird though, because on the PC version, if it drops like below sort of like maybe forty FPS, it starts feeling really choppy. Well, so, yeah, but that's what you're dealing with frame rate dips, like right. I mean, yeah. it's it's different if it's a solid thirty frames a second mm. from the moment you drop in. It's different because like you don't just you just get used to the way it feels, yeah. you know. Um, if you're going from like oh I'm I'm playing at sixty and then all of a sudden it drops to thirty, that's when. That's when it starts to feel really sluggish. Mm. Um, I don't even notice it honestly when when I'm when I'm playing and, it, and it's stable. Um, and also, I'm not good enough for it to matter. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so th- th- there there is that. Uh, but before we forget, and I've got this note is on here. Apparently, it is Kelsey's birthday on Saturday. That's what Somebody I hear. Put the, somebody put that in the doc. Uh, <laughs> a little bird must have put that there. Yeah. Our little baby's getting older. Happy yep. birthday, Kelsey. Happy birthday, Kelsey. She's on vacay right now. Yeah. She's, she's having a good time. She's uh, in Harry Potter world, possibly oh as we speak. I'm jealous. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I'm very jealous as well. She is in in sunny Florida, so that is, I'm yeah. also already jealous because <laughs> it's four degrees here oh jeez, <laughs> nice <laughs> not fun no not fun at all but very happy birthday to kelsey um i'm sure she'll have stories to share when when she returns undoubtedly um and undoubtedly uh follow kelsey on twitter at kelsamus because it is a uh of all of us it is the treat of of all of our twitters for sure yes. um wish her a happy birthday uh on saturday um so uh it's been the beginning of the year is always kind of like a slow news time, you know, because everything's out of the way, all the games are out, and things are kind of going. Um, I will say that Nintendo fans are desperate for a Nintendo Direct. There's been a, it's been a long time since there's been one, and I think it was it was like a week ago, two weeks ago, where Amazon like all of a sudden had like 25 new listings for Switch games, most of which were you know there's Switch game number one, Switch game number two. Switch game number three, um, varying in price from normal retail price to like seventy, eighty, ninety dollars, um, and so that kind of set everybody off on a okay, there must be Nintendo Direct coming. The rumor is it's going to happen on the eleventh, which is 
today, I guess. That was the rumor initially. Um, I don't know. Usually they, they would have announced it by now if it was going to happen. Um, usually announced the day before at the, at the latest. So maybe not this week, but, but soon. Um, but uh, there is uh, a lot of rumor about what is going to be in it. Um, and we have a list in this doc of the rumored stuff that it, that is going to be there. Um, who put the list in the doc, by the way? That was me. All right, you. Do you do you, do you where folks can go to look at this list? Did you did you um, find this on a website? In all honesty, I was on Twitter and I saw um, Super Nintendo posting a saying. Um, if the stuff that I see, I've seen that's rumored um, for this Nintendo Direct is true, I'm very excited for it. And I was like, "What have you seen?" And then he just sent me a DM with this list. So, in all honesty, okay. I do not know, but I he's fairly well informed when so it comes gonna, to these things. All right. So we'll speculate wildly, and, yes. and if you want to see this list, you go to the Twitter.com. Though I wouldn't wouldn't endorse going to Twitter ever. So um, that's true. So uh, we have a list here. So. Um, the first couple are uh, are two are well. The first one is Fire Emblem Mutiny, uh, which on here we have slated again. I have no veracity for these dates, so or these titles. So this is pure rumor. Um, Fire Emblem Mutiny, uh, May fourth, two thousand and eighteen, uh, as well as a special edition, uh, which would account for some of the the more expensive SKUs that that popped up on, on Amazon. Um, I mean, we know a Fire Emblem game is coming this year for. Nintendo Switch, so I mean this this makes sense. Uh, th- if that's true, I will be very very excited because I've I love Fire Emblem, but I don't like playing on my 3DS so much. So um, I've kind of stayed away from them for the most part, except I played Awakening, the first one that came out on 3DS, and loved it. Um, but so I, I think like all of these franchises, it, the Switch is going to give it new life and 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 even more popularity than, than it's had. Um, are either of you two Fire Emblem fans? I have... Um, I think I played... The, what's the most recent one on 3DS? I uh, don't remember. Echoes? I want to yes. say Echoes. Um, that's, that's what I say. There was another one that was like a remake of like Fire Emblem... Another uh, old Fire Emblem game, because Matt talked about that one. Yeah. But there were, the, new, the newest one, I think, was Echoes, I think? Or yeah. is that the remake? I don't know. I th- uh, anyway, the most recent one for 3DS um, I've played, um, not all the way through. I think I maybe put about 10 hours into it, and I, d- I do, I did enjoy it. Um, but like you, I'm not really a fan of playing games of that size on a portable format, mm-hmm. so I probably will check this out. So yeah, I'm... I'm Depending on what they show and what I see from it, I, I'm I'm tentatively interested in that one. I bet you it's going to be a tactical turn-based <laughs> RPG. Most likely, yeah. <laughs> um, Fire from Emblem Japan. Echoes: Shadows of Valentia was the most recent one. That was like the remake of an old Fire Emblem game. The one before that was Fire Emblem Fates, um, which that's one had, that's one had like three editions. There was like there was like three games that came out basically in Fire Emblem yeah. Fates, and then Awakening was the first one on 3DS that came out. Uh, I don't know, like six, seven years ago, I think, at this point. Um, what about you, Sam? Do you like tactical? You're not a big tactical fan, right? No, and I've, I've never played Fire Emblem, and I haven't previously been really open to that type of game. But, like, I've I've changed some this year, and I'm open to new things, so it is something that I might be willing to trek, check out. So Cool. 
Yeah. Uh, we got we got some Joy-Con rumors on this. A couple of them, purple and gold Joy-Cons for five four twenty eighteen. I'm guessing that would be because of Fire Emblem. I'm guessing the, oh. that that would uh, allude to a, go- a purple and gold color scheme for for that game in in some way. Um, we also have a Box Boy collection, which there's two 3DS games called uh, two Box Boy 3DS games. Um, those would be them coming out on the Switch. Would be my guess. That 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 is rumored on here for the end of this month, one twenty six. Uh, 2018, um, along uh, with Bayonetta 2 and Bayonetta 1, uh, that collection coming out uh, in February, which we know, I don't know if we knew the date for that, but we knew that was coming out soon. I hope it's um, February, because I, I want to get my hands on those games, because I've, I've not played them. Um, but I've heard so many good things from so many people whose opinions I trust, <laughs> um, who say that those games are great. So, yeah, I'm hoping that comes out soon. And they are Am- very, very good. Amazon's had that that date for a while now, so I, I feel like hopefully it's, they might have announced it at the Game Awards. They might have yes. said that at the Game Awards yeah, too. Yeah, I, think I don't, they did. Uh, okay, I, I don't remember if they announced a date for it or not. Um, I'm sure that if they have a director, they'll show it because I'm, I'm assuming this is going to be like a hey, um, here's all the stuff coming like that we've announced previously or first half of the year type of thing. I mean, if these all announcements are all true. Which I mean, we'll take that as a, a grain of salt. They're all things that either have been announced, are in the first half half of the year, or are remakes or like re-releases of games that have already been out on previous systems. So that would make sense for something that that happens this early in the year. Um, we know there's a Yoshi game coming. They announced that at uh, E3 this year. Um, they ha- he has it in here as Yoshi's Pop Up coming on three nine, twenty eighteen. Um, I mean, I buy it. Obviously, I I think that Nintendo is going to continue to do their one game, one big game from them a month thing that they've that they've started this past year with the Switch. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be a Yoshi game where you shoot eggs, and I like Yoshi Island fine, but I have never really been in love with Yoshi games other than other than that one. So, uh, but it's cool that they have one of their big franchises coming. Um, anybody who has any strong feelings about any of these, just chime in, and 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 we will we, we will we will talk it out. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm I'm I am really looking forward to a Yoshi game because I I I did like the look of um, Woolly World, but because I didn't get a Wii U, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. never got to play it. Um, I think although I think they released it for 3DS, but I I kind of they did. by yes. by that time I was kind of like yeah, I just I'll let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that. A September release sounds about right for that because I'm guessing maybe you know they're going to aim for that to be sort of this year's. No, you're, 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 these are American release dates, you. That's March oh, 9th. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, in that case, March seems very optimistic. Yeah. Because I'm I'm thinking September sounds more likely because I'm guessing maybe they want that to be like a big sort of holiday release so i can't imagine that like yoshi is not that game you know mm-hmm. like you know, you know holiday is like for the big hitters like that's like a that's like smash brothers mm-hmm. territory you know um yoshi is like in that kirby sort of like oh that's like the second rung sort of releases uh kirby's on here as well um kirby star allies in june um along with some pink joy cons which also makes sense they announced that at um e3 uh Again, I don't know what their cycles are like right now. You know, I don't know how quickly these things are getting done, how far along, whatever that game was they showed off is. Um, if these are going to be fully new games or sort of, 
you know, 1.5 versions of those Wii U games that came out that nobody played. Uh, um, Wooly World and then uh, Canvas, not Canvas Curse, because that was, I think, a three a DS game. It was, it was Kirby's something <laughs> on on the Wii U, um, and it looked like it was made out of like putty kind of thing. Like it, it was all crafty or whatever, just like the Yoshi game. Um, shows how much that stuff sticks in in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, they have interestingly enough Dark Souls listed on here. Yeah, uh, apparently the rumor is that's going to be a remaster. I guess it would have to be because you can't. Yes, like the original Dark Souls would look fairly crappy now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not the best looking games anyway. Um, but yeah, I did read somewhere that that is a remaster. I mean, I would believe it, right? It's a Japanese company, Japanese studio, and um, it's a big game that has long legs, you know, sort of in that Skyrim sort of, like, mold, um, a game that people still play and still talk about. Um, and it also does that thing where it's sort of, like, Doom, bringing Doom to the Switch, which is, mm-hmm. like, this is not just, like, a little kid's thing. Like, they, it's you know, it helps with, like, a sort of, like, opening up their their... Um, lineup, and it also has that really cool feeling of being like, I can't believe I'm playing Dark Souls on this handheld thing, you know, that I'm walking around with. I think it's it also it still has like sort of that allure to it, um, which happens with a lot of these games that they bring over. Which is whenever Wolfenstein 2 comes out, which is supposed to come out, I think by mid year this year, I think they announced it was supposed to come out. Um, like that's going to be something too. Like I can't believe I'm playing this game on this like tablet, basically, mm-hmm. and walking around with it. Um, you know, I, I've already I've played Dark Souls already, and I've played it. I haven't played the whole game more than once, but I've started it many times, and so I don't think I'd be getting it again. But it's cool if if, if it's on there. Um, Lost Sphere, which I don't know what that. Oh, is that that game from the Jap? The it's a JRPG. Tokyo RPG Factory, like the people, same people that made I Am Setsuna. Maybe, yeah, um, I, I it says um, it's bringing a fresh take on classic RPG gameplay, according to the website. And just FYI, there there's a free demo for Lost Sphere that's on PS4 right now. Uh, I tried it and I wasn't a fan. It it sets okay. up the demo where it kind of just like puts you right there in the middle of stuff, and it doesn't really give you any type of tutorial or training, or maybe it does a little, but it obvi- it didn't give me enough because I didn't understand <laughs> what I was supposed to be doing, what was happening. I felt like I needed more more guidance before it just threw me in there so mm. i don't i didn't really get to get into it too well uh, lost Sphere, that's that's confirmed actually i just looked it up that that's that is when that yeah, game is the, coming out the website has a confirmed yeah. um 23rd of january i think it is. yeah yeah i'm pretty sure dragon quest builders is also confirmed uh, they've been ta- they had announced that a while ago that that was coming to switch um it's like you know dragon quest meets minecraft type of thing um uh, final fantasy 15 has been like a rumor for a while that they were going to do a version for the Switch, whether it be the full version of the game that came out on the other consoles or like that sort of like chibi um, mm. version they put out on phones and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I, I would assume it's going to be like the full version of the, of the game, the full console version of the game. Um, I think that again it's a good it's a good matchup of, of, of things. Uh, I think it'll be one of those like Oh, this is cool! I can take this places sort of sort of game. Yeah, uh, and, and can- I've never played a Final Fantasy, but I've kind of been wanting to. So if it goes to Switch, that might be the right opportunity for me to give it a go. Absolutely, and uh, it's a good game. Like I, I, I really liked it. 
it has its problems, but at, at this point, I think that they fixed a lot of those mm-hmm. problems. I.e. Like, chapter 13. Yeah, chapter 13, which is Blech. about as much hell as when I was sick the other day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think it lasted just about as long, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. Uh, along with Amiibos, apparently, that that's what he has on here that coming for, for that game. Uh, Nier Automata in the fall is is a, is the, one of the rumored things on here, which, again, it, this if this list isn't right, they all these all make sense. Mm-hmm. Again, Japanese company, Japanese developer... Um, th- that stuff makes sense to me. Um, a game that doesn't doesn't need a, tech- a lot of technical power behind it to, to run either. You know, I don't think Nier was really taking advantage of all of the cores on the PS4, and, yeah. and they, um, so I think that it, it could definitely work uh, on the Switch. And again, a much talked about game that uh, plenty of people played, but it's probably the a good fit for for the Switch, and also. Fools at their lives going, like, oh, I want to buy a Switch, but I, what, I really want to play these games, but now those games are there. So maybe yeah. it helps them with, with that stuff. Um, Octopath Voyage, which which is Octopath Traveler, mm-hmm. um, 9-9-2018. I don't know if that date ha- was previously confirmed or, or not. That game, I played the demo for that game. That game seems cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, there's I nothing am... on Nintendo's website with a um, release date for that, but yeah, it's made by the producers of Bravely Default, mm-hmm. and it does sound like it's going to be a cool-looking game because it says the producers of Bravely Default at Square Enix bring us a new fantasy world brought to life through a mix of CG, pixel art, and visual wizardry that the developers have termed. HD 2D. So I'm looking forward to that. Sounds like it might be um, a nice looking game. And another. You should JRPG. be able to download the demo still, mm-hmm. I think, you on Switch. Oh, okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. The game I, seems very cool. I played the demo and I, I liked what it was doing with the story, but that was before I, I had that turning point in my life where I was okay with turn based combat. So I, <laughs> I had a major problem with it and was like, nope, that's not for me. But now that I'm. Now that I'm doing better it might be worth uh giving it another go because it was a, a pretty neat story so yeah um bravely default was a cool game too uh yes i again one of those things where the game was very long very long japanese rpg on a the the 3ds platform so i i did I, it's tough for me to play games that are that long on on, on that device yeah and the last and thing on here oh sorry go ahead you no sorry. i was just gonna say the whole like the the, the title of that game refers to a mechanic um, mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting um, thing that they do with it. So yeah, I, again, that was that was a an RPG that I have on the 3DS, but I just don't like playing games of that size on that system. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, the last thing on here is a uh, GTA Five for the fall. Again, mm-hmm. I would I would believe it. Um, a because they want to put the thing on everything, mm-hmm. um, and B because. Th- even if I, I don't, I don't know if it would be. I don't think it would be the version that's on PS4 necessarily, like the, the, that quality of graphics. But there is a 360 and PS3 version that exists. So and and the Switch can obviously run that type of game pretty easily. So I, I don't think it's a hard port for them to, to go over there. And once again, and maybe more than any of these, is a like, holy shit! I can't believe I'm sitting in the waiting room of this doctor's office playing GTA 5 mm-hmm. on this thing. You know, that's like. It has. It definitely has a lot of that. I think to it. Yeah, I'm gonna um, be very interested to see if they do the whole um, GTA Online with that. Yeah, I mean, I think they well. could. 
Uh, yeah, they could. Them. I think it's just that... Um, Switch needs with, to get its act together with communication with, <laughs> to yes. be able to um, do online stuff better. Which mm-hmm. kind of leads into... I did see a screenshot which was mm-hmm. yeah. people were claiming was the next sort of um, full firmware? release yeah. of firmware. And it, it the rumour and this screenshot had the switch a having um icons for streaming services like netflix and so on which we know is coming they've said that it is but it also had an icon for um an in system party chat yeah so i'm hoping a that's true and b that will also have some sort of implementation of it making it a lot easier to play with your friends because like i want to the one thing that's kind of like keeping me away from playing splatoon more than i have been is that it's just so difficult to be able to play it with my friends like i want to just be Mm -hmm. able to be like the game to go okay you two people are together so we will put you in a game together and on the (laughs) same team you know that i mean i know i understand that that's a really difficult thing (laughs) <laughs> to achieve in a game but you know it's 2018 so let's, let's go for blue sky thinking here's here's why i don't believe that screenshot is real because it addresses every <laughs> single thing yeah. that everyone has been complaining about since day one <laughs> it has cloud saves in it it has the, the in-game voice chat it has a better friends list it's like it's just it's it's just i don't buy it because it's just too perfect it just feels too much like what everybody wants it to be which I could see them, like, one of those things being in whatever the new firmware is, you know, but I just can't see all of those things being in whatever this new firmware is. It's just not the Nintendo way. It's just not the Nintendo way to be like, oh, you wanted all this stuff? Here's everything you wanted. Like, it's just not what they ever do. Yeah. I will hap- I'm happy to be wrong. I will say that, but I just, it just feels too good to be true for, mm. for it to be real. And if somebody was like, uh, <laughs> somebody commented on it, one of the people I follow on Twitter was like, is this what we're doing now? We're making fake screenshots of things that, like, should have been in a system 15, 10 years ago. Like, we're so, we have to celebrate, like, oh, my God, they have voice chat in their yeah. game. Like, it's crazy. Well done, Nintendo. Um, the other rumor I saw as well is that um, Red Dead 2 will be coming to Switch as well. Um I mean, I, I, that would be awesome. I, I just—it feels like that's too much big of a game, like too technically powerhouse of a game to yeah. end up on that system. It's, it does seem far fetched, but yeah. you know, I, yeah. I guess Rockstar would have to have been developing it in mm-hmm. you know alongside the other versions of the game. So yeah, that yeah. one that one seems a bit of a stretch for me. Yeah, I could I, I could imagine like. Um, Red Dead One, you know, coming to the Switch. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't, I don't picture Red Dead Two uh, being there again. Happy to be wrong because that would be very cool. Uh, so that's it for the rumors. There, I, I think we're going to probably know in a week or so what, what what's true and what's not. Um, it's going to be interesting year for Nintendo. The sales numbers came out. There's like the fastest selling console in its first year in history or something like that. It sold like 13 million worldwide. Um, so it's more than the Wii um, did. Uh, so it's pretty cool that that that's I you know. Think they said it's the fastest selling console in U.S. history. Yeah, in U.S. history it is. Yes, yeah. um, in in one year. Yeah, um, it it definitely is. Um, the question is, will it end up being like? Will its total sales? 
will the percentage of its total sales from first year be you know like the big consoles like the Wii and the PS2 like 7% of, of what it is or will it be like the Wii U which like 30% of their lifetime sales was year one and then everything fell out, out, underneath them I don't think that's the case Switch is obviously much more well liked much more popular than the Wii U that it kind of ever was but um, we'll, we'll see uh, so uh, I guess they, they announced this and it happened very quickly the the first day of the overwatch league was today when we're recording this <laughs> it's um literally about to start as we speak wow okay it uh, currently um, has near enough three hundred thousand viewers on twitch as well they announced like an exclusive streaming deal with twitch like apparently Twitch just paid like 90 million dollars or something like that for yes. like the two years of like rights to the to the overwatch league um what kind of bummed me out because so people don't know the overwatch league is like a location-based set of teams that are competitively playing Overwatch. So there's like a New York team and an LA team and a London team. And, you know, so that there is like a, um, th- there are location-based teams meant to sort of promote more of like a sports-like atmosphere. They also have like minimum salaries that they make every year and stuff like that. So it's more like a, like a um, traditional sport than something that's more based just on prize winnings like normal esports usually ends up being, um, which I think is, is, very cool um there it seemed like they had a lot of trouble getting stuff off the ground and then all of a sudden it was just like this news boom now it's here yeah um it's crazy how fast it's come around like from the it being like because everybody was kind of like is this actually ever gonna happen yeah (laughs) um and then it was almost like november last year they were kind of like here's some teams this is how it's gonna work january boom Mm. and it's like okay yeah fine <laughs> uh, i guess we're doing this so yeah, yeah it's it's crazy how quickly it's come around um yeah. but yeah it's going to be interesting to see like just how how popular this is because this feels like a very um i guess it could be kind of like a landmark moment in terms of mm-hmm. pushing esports even further like into the mainstream um so yeah like i said the the view account they're current well it's three hundred five thousand on twitch right now um mm. which is like that's already big numbers and the, the match hasn't even started so it'll be interesting to see if it can maintain that kind of viewership um but yeah it's you know it's not as if they're um going you know it's a fairly lengthy season too um it's in four stages each stage lasts um six weeks so you're looking at um i think it's a regular season um runs until uh mid-june and then there's um title matches at the end of june and then there's playoffs grand finals and all-star weekend so it's going to run for, you know, it's running for quite a while. So the, it's, you know, a proper sort of like, you know, season mm-hmm. type feel to it. So um, and looking at what they've done with the Overwatch arena right now is pretty spectacular because the, the, the gameplay looks like it's being projected like on the entire wall behind the players. Um <laughs> So they they're going big with this. So it's 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 going to be interesting because I th- I think it's going to kind of 
you know they this needs to be a success with with everything they're putting into it so yeah yeah i mean it's interesting because like first person shooters are uniquely tough i think for um uh viewing because of of the the way that they the perspective is just very limiting right to mm-hmm. what you can see on, uh, at one time so they have to rely on spectator sort of camera and, and views a lot and what i heard was a lot of the issues with getting it off the ground was trying to figure out just how to monitor the action and, and get people sort of get like a visual language going that they could that, that the commentators could sort of um, understand and be able to fluidly work on as, as they went through because at any one time, there's just so many things happening at at once when, when, when during a game that it can be very very tough to handle. I guess the one thing I was kind of bummed out about, which I didn't realize, and it totally makes sense. I totally understand why all of it's happening at one place because you know it, it just makes sense. But like, I think part of the draw of it being like a location based thing mm-hmm. would have been for the teams to be playing in the areas which they are supposed to be from. Yeah, you, you can know. Yeah. Um, and and look, don't get me wrong. Like I understand. Like I looked at the New York team. They're like it's it's all like native-born Korean players. I think so. It's not like they're, I'm not expecting them to be from New York. That's not what we expect from a sports team either. Like mm-hmm. I don't expect every player on the Boston Red Sox to be from Boston. You know, I know I, that's not how reality works. But they do play in Boston, and they're and it's able to like get a local sort of group in from. And I understand why you're picking people from all over the world. You're putting them together. It's much easier to go like here's one place we're going to do it all. We can all we can all monitor it and make it happen, and we can control the environments, and we have our own special awesome arena. Everything can happen in, but it takes away from just watching it on Twitch. It like takes away some of like the specialness of it. It's like oh, I'm just like I'm watching any tournament on Twitch. You yeah, know? and it kind of like removes that kind of like um, you know the teams playing on the like their opposition's like home patch mm-hmm. type feel mm-hmm. to like because that's one of the like. A big thing in sports is like can you go to like hostile ground and and win um and yeah because i remember when when they said it was gonna oh there's gonna be a london team i'd be like cool like you know i would quite happily buy tickets for you know an event for that and go and spend a day or two in london and and go to it because that would be a cool thing to experience so yeah i i understand that logistically the way they're doing it makes sense but it it kind of it's very restrictive for the fans in that respect in terms of they can't actually go to the event and see it in the flesh where is the arena la okay I think. yeah it's in la okay. yeah. yeah it's called it's just called the blizzard arena i believe isn't it because yes it's, yeah, it's called the blizzard arena yeah i think it's one of the i think it's where they hold um in the convention center they hold blizzcon in i think hmm. they basically oh, okay. sort of like bought or like a long-term rent in one of the the big um sort of panel rooms so they've just yeah, i mean the idea is the, the idea is exciting i don't know i mean uh sam are you into it i mean you i know you loved overwatch right i know you love overwatch we all love overwatch um but have you ever been into watching any competitive sort of stuff uh, stream wise? 
I've watched some competitive Overwatch previously uh, when I was really into Overwatch and I, I enjoyed it. It was fine. I'm not super into it um, right now. I'm excited that it exists. I'll probably check it out some more. Um, what I'm a little bit excited about, uh, I got an email where if you sign up for email notifications about the Overwatch League, you get a hundred free of whatever the league currency is to help you buy <laughs> uh, skins that are league uh team specific so and i think it said everyone gets a hundred free also just for logging in to the game yeah once i this think is live. which is enough for you to buy mm-hmm. a skin i think yeah so if that's so. true then if you log in and then if you also sign up for the email notifications uh you'll get two um so and i don't know how you earn that type of currency uh after that if because i mean i don't know if you're getting it like in loot boxes or from playing the game or just if you just have to buy it with money in order to uh, be able to get future skins for the teams i don't don't really know they haven't made that clear i also think if they if you go on to twitch um and i think if you put um exclamation mark reward or exclamation mark coins I'm seeing a lot of people doing that in chat, so I don't know whether maybe that's another way to get some of that currency. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, it looks like that might be worth um, a try um, just to see if you get something, because you you never know. Yeah. It's worth a go. And we do like free things, so... Yes, and it's probably going to hit thing where probably... Because you can link like your Blizzard account to mm-hmm. your Twitch account, so there might be a thing where like if maybe if you're wa- if you watch okay. the Overwatch League, maybe because they do stuff that like like the Game Awards and stuff like that. If you're mm-hmm. watching the Game Awards on Twitch or you they'll put or on on uh, like Mixer or whatever, Microsoft will give you gifts or whatever. So they might be able to do it uh, like that as well. I don't know. Um, I definitely want to check it out. I want to see that. I, I think Blizzard is kind of unique in their ability to do presentation and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i, I want to see how it all flows and goes um and it, it does give you a good end to be like okay um i guess i'm gonna at least i have somebody to root for off the bat mm-hmm. like i'm from new york so i'm gonna vote i'll just root for the new york team because at least like it gives you a shorthand for it which that i think is is good on what they're doing because you know if i watch like the international for dota i'm like I, 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 Team Liquid, I guess. Like, I, like you know, I've heard of them before, so maybe yeah. I should root for them. You know, um, or even when I watch PUBG tournaments, it's like I guess I'm just gonna, I, I'll root for this. It's nice to be able to root for something, something, you know. So, yeah. uh, I think that's a good idea. Um, quick, a little bit of uh, just one-off things here. We have two uh, open betas coming. Uh, one for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Uh, that's on uh, Sunday, January. 14th through Tuesday, January 16th, um, and Metal Gear Survive open beta Thursday, January 18th to Sunday, January 21st. Yeah, I uh, wanted to ask about that, Bobby. Are you excited about Metal Gear Survive? Because I think you like that franchise. <laughs> um, I don't know why you'd get that um, idea, Sam, <laughs> that I like Metal Gear. Um, no, and for the reason, I, I am actually the opposite of excited for it, for the reason that I love Metal Gear, <laughs> which is that the thing that makes Metal Gear Metal Gear is gone. Yeah, so it's no like Kojima. It, no Kojima, oh, okay. not even not even Snake, you know, not even like the, the themes and ideas of what Metal Gear is. It's basically, you know, an open world, I think, shooter survival game, which okay. is like, 
it, and it's like a it's like a thing where like I, I think the idea is like in there's a thing that happens at the end of Metal Gear Five um, Ground Zeroes, which is like the prologue thing where like your base gets blown up, um, and the idea is like that base gets blown up, but when it gets blown up, there's like a a wormhole that opens and like people get, <laughs> some of those soldiers get sucked into like, this alternate dimension where there are zombies and stuff. I don't know. Of course, yeah. Mm, that part of it is just nuts enough to 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 be like slightly Metal Gearish, but okay. Um, you know, uh, without like the the characters and the story themes at least that a Metal Gear usually has, like, um, it's not interesting to me because, uh, truthfully, Metal Gear Five is the first Metal Gear game I've ever like thought was a great playing game like mm-hmm. it, it plays fantastically um and i put it up against like any other third person game but previous to that like the Metal Gear games were kind of a chore to control and play like you were like fighting the control system it was all about the story so this game kind of like goes like goes like has gonna is gonna have that great Metal Gear 5 control scheme and i think it's gonna end up controlling very well and might be a perfectly fun game to play but the fact that it's a metal gear it's called metal gear something is like mm-hmm makes it so much less appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I mean, I understand why you put that name on it because Konami don't got much left to to, to, put, to put their no. names on it anymore. There's, there's that <laughs> and um, Pez, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're, they're, you know, they have the engine, they might as well do it, and if they get a couple more, they can fool a couple people into thinking, oh, this is that series that you love, like, they'll, they'll do it, but um, I'll check out the open beta, though, because I do want to see how it controls um i was i'm honestly very surprised considering how sort of opportunistic konami is that this game isn't going to have a battle royale mode in it because it is like the perfect it has the landmass for it already built in and it also has like the control scheme and like mechanics to work in in, in that sort of in that sort of scenario, so I'm very surprised that it was that was not part of like their their pitch at, at this point. But maybe they don't have anybody left there to develop <laughs> anything, so um, they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't turn off that quickly. Oh, and they they did announce. I don't. Did you guys do a show after they announced that Paladins thing, which is like the Paladins Battle Royale? Oh, yeah, we didn't no. we didn't talk about that. Yeah, I don't think. Sorry, it's not called Paladins Battle Royale. It's called Paladins Battlegrounds. <laughs> yeah, which I feel like is gonna lead to some. Actionable. <laughs> yeah. PUBG got the PUBG Corp got upset when Fortnite was like, "Oh, we like PUBG, so we made this game." And I can't imagine how they're going to react to this. People, they're basically calling it. That's the same name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think having having a game that like is in a in a similar genre, and they actually sort of call out another game as their inspiration. That to me is kind of like, yeah, whatever, because. You know, there's not not much these days that's original. So you know, mm-hmm. it's it's the same as anything. Like if there's a genre of music that suddenly becomes popular, like you can guarantee that there's going to be a swathe of artists who all sound like that. Um, and the same with video games. If one type of thing becomes popular, there's going to be clones or you know people doing different spins on it. Um, and Fortnite, like, it does its own thing, and it does what it does very well. Like, it's a fun mm-hmm. battle royale game, and it's different enough from PUBG for it to you to go, okay, it it's its own thing, and you can easily differentiate from it. Whereas... Actually, using the name Battlegrounds <laughs> in the title yeah. of what you're doing... Mm-hmm. 
is just like as when it from a purely business point point of view it's like just crazy like if if they're probably sat there like at all times right now just waiting for the phone to ring <laughs> and for someone from the PUBG corporation to go <laughs> Uh, I think you know what we're going to say, and they'll go, <laughs> "All right, then we'll change the name of it," because that is like that's where it like it crosses that fine line of like confusing the um, the consumer, mm-hmm. and you know someone who has heard the name Battlegrounds but is thinking of PUBG might search for this game. And go, oh, okay, there's Battlegrounds, this must be what it is, um, buy it, and, you know, it. it's, they're on rocky ground with that, I think. They are on very rocky ground. And again, it's going to be totally different, obviously, it's a hero-based shooter they're making mm-hmm. into, like, a, a, a Battle Royale game. It's just so funny, it's Paladins doing it, because Paladins already is was under, like, <laughs> scrutiny for being, like, an Overwatch clone, and they're like, yeah. you think we're going to double down on that, we're going to clone <laughs> another game, and we're going to call ourselves the same thing as another game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um... um it was i said it, it was like it's like if some, it was like it was the battlefield was like work the narc's name is battlefield call of duty like that's what it would be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a crazy thing to do it um and, and of course sorry go ahead Sam. Oh, i was just saying i mean maybe they have no intention of actually calling it that but they're like hey let's get that out there let's get some news yeah. generated about us let's get people mm-hmm. talking about us and our game before it happens yeah. so I mean, God knows, no one's talked about Paladins for like six months, so I'm sure they had to get themselves <laughs> no, back God, in the news no, that, somehow. That game was a flash in the pan until, yeah. like, it was one of those games where I played it at first and was like, like, oh, this is cool. And then I started learning sort of, oh, I started learning the sort of annoying little sort of cheesy things that people were doing. And then everybody else started catching on to, like, certain characters which were, like, just broken and I was just like, I can't fucking play this anymore. This like, it's yeah. It had real balance issues. That that was that game's problem. It was it was perfectly fun, solid shooter um, and hero game, but like, it just was so unbalanced. Um, and I think that was really what what killed it in, yeah. in, in the end. Um, but of course, like, there's going to be E3. By the time we hit E3 this year, we are going to be awash in battle royale games, whether they are solo games or that they are modes in other games. Whether they are, oh, in the new Call of Duty, there's going to be a Battle Royale mode. Like, you know, it, it's just, it's going to happen. And it's the smart thing to do for these companies. I mean, look at, you, it's, and it's not just a one-time thing, right? You look at Battlegrounds, which is obviously sold the most this year. But you look at Fortnite, which, I mean, is free. But regardless, the player base is enormous. It's crazy yeah. how mm-hmm. big the player base is. Much bigger than I think the people who made Fortnite ever expected their player base to be <laughs> in the first year, you know, of really releasing the game. So I, I, it's obvious that there is a hunger for this sort of um, this this sort of type of gameplay and mode. But I, I worry that like I don't worry, but I, I think that we're going to run into the same situation we ran into with MMOs and with MOBAs, where you're going to end up being like it's, there's going to be this gold rush towards it, and then. In the end, it might end up being Fortnite and PUBG that are still standing because they were the first two that got there. It really, yeah. I mean, poor King of the Kill, which got there, really got there first, I guess, but like, um, just didn't hit the same way um, as these other games did. Yeah, I mean, so, you look at PUBG as well. That game is still going from strength to strength. I mean, they just like broke the record for 
uh, well, its own record for concurrent players on Steam again, like pushing it over 3 million players. Like 3 million people playing a PC game at the same time is crazy numbers. It's crazy numbers. And again, like I said, Fortnite is, is also doing crazy numbers. So mm-hmm. this is going to come in. It's going to come in hot and it's going to come in heavy in the next couple of months. Um, I just think when the it's I worry about the crowdedness of, of like if it getting oversaturated, because I think that every game is going to run towards it very, very fast. I mean, and, I guess that's possible, but I wouldn't say no to Dream Daddy Battlegrounds. Just my <laughs> well, no, but now you're th- now you're thinking outside the box, Sam. Now you're thinking outside the box. <laughs> yeah. That that sounds way more interesting <laughs> than than thing. I, and again, I don't know if the Paladins mode is going. I'm not saying it's going to be bad because it could end up being good. Like I, when when they when Fortnite announced that mode after having played Fortnite, I was like, "There's no way this is going to be good because like Fortnite is like just kind of okay for me. Like the shooting is just okay." And then they did their thing and it was great. So I think that like I, I could be wrong about Paladins, but one of these ones is going to be too quick and and it's going to be bad and. It's going, the hunger for it is gonna is gonna get pushed down because when people start getting burned, they're gonna start like backing off of, of them. Um, but I, I look forward to seeing like what like I, I can't wait till like the AAA company comes in and does it. Like I just want to see what it, what it's like. I want to see what the Ubisoft one is. I want to see what whatever the EA thing is, whatever the Activision thing is, whatever the you know. I just want to see what what they end up doing. But yeah, there was um, speculation as division the division was gonna is gonna do it. The division's gonna do it. It's the obvious game. It just yeah. it just makes sense. Um, uh, and I could d- totally imagine GTA adding it to their online suite of things. Like they have, they already sort of, sort of have one that's like it. I think um, like the Smuggler's Run thing is sort of is sort of like that already. Yeah. Um, but I could totally imagine them being like, "Here's GTA Five Battle Royale," and that is like a that would be a big deal. Um, so uh, I think that's gonna do it for for our show um, this week. Um, Make sure you uh, get in touch with us, games at talkingcomicbooks.com, at talking underscore games. Um, I would really love to do a big listener question show next week. So please get your questions in um, to either games at talkingcomicbooks.com or at talking underscore games on Twitter. Um, YouTube.com slash talking games videos is our YouTube channel and twitch.tv slash talking games is our Twitch channel. Um, My personal Twitter is at Bobby Shortle. Hugh. I am at H underscore Paz. And Sam. At S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Um, yeah, so I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, we're getting dangerously close to Game of the Year, everybody. So um, send in your thoughts on who you think should be in our list of best games of the year. We want to hear from you um, because we are, uh, we're getting to the point where we have about two weeks left, I think, to play anything that is left to play before we get into the scrum. Of it, um, we're bringing the categories back this year. I don't know if we talked about that or, or, or not. So we have categories as well as our top ten list. So it's going to be a at least two shows, if not more, depending on how I decide to split it up and how long they are. Um, so look forward to that. Um, I just want to say too uh, that um, one of our our creators, Cody, has left the site. Uh, um, he, uh, for personal reasons. So I just wanted to say uh, thank you to Cody for all his work and uh we wish him luck in whatever venture he takes a part in um and uh that's gonna do it for talking games for this week thank you hugh thank you sam thank you bobby and thank you to all of you who are listening until next time be good to one another 